0: Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn. On today's episode, we are going to take a look back at an event that many of our listeners might remember, when a late January snowstorm hit Muskegon and the rest of Michigan and buried us under over two feet of snow in a two-day period. Today, we look back at the blizzard of 1978. In late January of 1978, a particular set of weather conditions combined to create a mega snowstorm worthy of a Hollywood movie. To begin with, a low-pressure system from the Gulf of Mexico started moving northward, loaded with moisture in it. On top of this, another low-pressure system from Canada was moving southward, bringing more moisture and freezing temperatures. These two systems met in the Midwest and started to move eastward towards Michigan. This condition, when two systems join together, is called a weather bomb, and for good reason. In this situation, there can be rapid development of weather conditions, and those conditions can be intense. As weather forecasters saw these systems merging, they began to make their predictions. Most of them, of course, saw snow on the horizon, but none of them predicted exactly how much snow that would be. As the storm moved across Lake Michigan, the lake effect also sucked up more moisture from the comparatively warm waters of the lake and intensified the snow on the lakeshore. The pressure dropped rapidly in Michigan as records were shattered. In fact, This storm has the third lowest barometric reading in the history of the United States outside of tropical storm numbers. The storm hit land on Thursday, January 26, and started to unload on Muskegon County. By the afternoon, many businesses were sending their employees home so they could shelter there to wait out the remaining storm. With the snow also came cold, harsh winds, with gusts being measured anywhere between 50 to 70 miles per hour. Visibility, needless to say, was near zero. The snow continued until 9 a.m. on the 27th. On Friday, emergency crews tried their best to clear the roads and to get aid where it was needed, but it was a very difficult job, and the National Guard was called in to help. By Saturday the 28th at 10 a.m., Muskegon County Airport had registered 27.6 inches of snow left behind by the storm. All sporting events were canceled, schools would end up closing, some for more than a week, and most businesses would stay closed until that Monday. Those that did open had trouble with their employees getting into work and their customers as well. For those who had to venture out, snowshoes, skis, sleds, and snowmobiles became preferred transportation. Several businesses, including Meyer Thrifty Acres, had the roofs collapsed due to the way the snow piled on top. The highway had been shut down on the 26th in deteriorating conditions, leaving over 100,000 vehicles abandoned statewide truck drivers worked 16-hour shifts, stopping only to sleep in the attempt to clear the roads. Eventually, one lane each way was cleared for vehicles to drive from Muskegon to Grand Rapids, but the road from Holland to Grand Haven, as the paper said, was non-existent. The Chronicle tried to keep its subscribers informed, and several reporters slept in the office and wrote about the developing conditions. However, distributing the paper was nearly impossible until Saturday afternoon. The Friday before the 27th was the first time in the Chronicle's 127-year history that the paper wasn't delivered due to weather conditions. To make up for it, a special Chronicle blizzard edition, which also contained Friday's news, was given out on Saturday. The National Weather Service would say of the storm, The most extensive and very nearly the most severe blizzard in Michigan history raged throughout Thursday, January 26, 1978, and it of Friday, January 27th. About 20 people died as a direct or indirect result of the storm, most due to heart attacks or traffic accidents. At least one person died of exposure in a stranded automobile. Many were hospitalized for exposure, mostly from homes that lost power and heat. About 100,000 cars were abandoned on Michigan's highways, most of them in the southeastern part of the state. Across the Midwest, the storm would claim 51 due to its extreme conditions and the aftereffects of it. The blizzard of 78 still lives on in the memory of many residents and is often used as a measuring stick for other storms that come across the lake, though none has really managed to surpass it. Thank you for listening to Muskegon History Beyond, and make sure you bundle up. You never know when Michigan is going to unleash another monster blizzard.